Afterwards. There they go, man. Bucky and BK always kicking us off bright and early in the mornings there. Make sure you guys are tuning into them if you haven't done so already. You, should, you guys should be. It's it's the flagship station, or it's the flagship show of our station. Anyways, welcome to Chaos Theory. It is me and my guy, Double R. You can find me on Twitter at Not the Fake Wags. You can find me on the Instagram at The Wagon Wire. You can find my partner there at The Rodney R on Instagram, and or excuse me, at The underscore Rodney R on Instagram, and then on Twitter at the Rodney R. What's up, my guy? You you're looking good, dude. I gotta tell you, man. That that night before, I, I swore I had COVID or the flu or both. That was, dude. That was horrible. It was, man. You might have just had the like. Well, that's what happens to me when I get on a plane. Usually, I get I, I get sick immediately, right? And then well, wherever I'm going, the destination that I'm going to, I usually catch shit just because I've caught them off the plane, and then I gotta decompress and then uh, you know acclimatize for well what, the, the two days that i'm there the the time that i'm the duration that i'm in for my vacation is usually when i'm resting up because i'm sick yeah it, and the whole, it, it was that and then it was a combination of i mean the four days i was working i was on my feet like 10 to 12 hours no rest um, what's that no rest either, right? No rest. I mean, yeah, minimal so rest. as soon as you got a chance to rest, your yeah. body took it in. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the hydration thing was huge, but but I mean, it wound up. I mean, I had an ear that's like flaming out of control. Um, all this other whatever. So it was like that it was might like be one of the worst. That might be one of the worst feelings is an earache, dude. Dude, it's horrible. Like an ear I mean, infection. Horrible. Yeah, yeah. So so what, what did you what did you have to do to get rid of like how did you get rid of the ailment? Uh, what? So I, I tell you. Like, when when I texted y'all last night, so I got I got an antibiotic, and then they gave me some steroid thing. Yes, yesterday I took seven fucking pills th throughout the day. It was seven different pills that I took, and what, then like two, a like two, a cocktail. No, I, I wish it was yeah, a cocktail. like a like a we. That's what we used to call them in in the oh, military. Okay. Like a pill cocktail. Yeah, yeah. It it was that. It was that all day long. Two, two for the infection. Today, I'm going to take six more of those. I've already taken two this morning. And, and seriously, I, I feel totally fine. I had to, I had to, I was supposed to do a, a racing gig in Corpus this weekend. And the mm -hmm. doctor said, you don't need to do it. You need to stay off your feet. You need to rest till Monday. And I, I was like ready to go do the gig. And you can, you, you can hear it in your voice. You sound, you still got a, a little bit of that crud in there. You, you should have heard, heard yesterday. Bit. You should have heard me yesterday, dude. Could you talk? In the more uh, barely, and I mean it, it was totally like, oh, man, uh, dude, sucks, it was, dude, it was fucking horrible. I couldn't, I couldn't even walk, dude. In the morning when I got up, I mean, I'm like all slumped over, dragging my feet, man. It was like, what did it, did it feel like the flu, like body aches? What? It, it it felt like COVID. It felt like COVID. Everything hurt. Everything. I don't know if I've really had COVID. Like, uh, I, I know I've, I might have tested positive for COVID, but dude, yeah. I was down for, I, seriously, when I had COVID, I was down for a day and I was right back up. I yeah. didn't take any antibiotics or anything. I sneezed a little bit. I coughed a little bit. I had some diarrhea and I was back at it. Yeah. My wife, done. Like, she was, yeah. she was, you know, in bed for a week. My son, two or three days, he's back up and at it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wednesday, Wednesday night, or I guess Thursday morning, as it would have been. I'm laying in bed, dude, and it hurts to just lay there. I mean, everything, the the top That's of my sad. feet, just everything fucking hurt. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And um, when it turned out, I mean, I got to tell you, when, when I went in and and he's like, the, the ear infection thing and then the dehydration, I'm like, well, that's kind of disappointing because as bad as I felt. That's all it was, was dehydration? The, for the most part. That was a big part Holy of it. Holy hell, Rodney. Yeah, and it was like, sheesh. So, um, 
uh, on that note, were, let me ask you a question: Were you drinking? Were, were you drinking a lot of beer in Florida? Uh, I plead the fifth. Okay. Yeah, man, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Yeah. Half yeah. of that's on your ass, then. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Trust me. Okay. Trust me. I've um, I've had that. I've had that conversation with the doctor and with um, the boss. No, so, I feel uh, you there. Yeah. You know. You know why I love coming into the show. You know, ha half cocked almost. I come in here and I read these damn comments, and I I see, I see, Sal in the comments here with the big eye opener saying Linda Cohen is the only reason why he watches SportsCenter. Yeah, then, I, I saw Sal, that. Sal, are you a Linda Cohen fan? All right, so Sal, this is what we're going to need, okay? We have some of the best fans with Texas Sports Unfiltered, uh, Chaos Theory in particular. Um, so this is what we need from our fans here. We're going to give you guys a call to action. You guys know that we have a new segment on Wednesday called uh, Asked Leap of the Week or Asked Leap of the Week. Um if 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 you guys are if you guys really want to be a key component of this thing, um, fire off some stuff like our guy Sal says, like from time to time, right? With Linda Cohen being the only reason why you know it, we watch SportsCenter or whatnot, I'm not really agreeing with that. But um, find us some ask, find us some candidates for Ask Lead of the Week. Uh, you can go on the Wagner Wire for it, or excuse me, you can go on the Instagram for it. Uh, you know, send something to the Wagner Wire, send something to the underscore Rodney R. Uh, we will take your collections. And we will, um, or we will take your candidates and we will put them up on Wednesday and we'll, we'll go through all of them and we'll pick the ones that we feel, um, not, not we feel, I'm talking about the entire show, yeah. us as a collective unit, Working. we will vote on them and then we will hoist up, hoist up the athlete of the week. So are, are we going to, so are we going to go ahead and let, cause like with Linda Cohn right there, no, Linda Cohn is still on. I saw her yesterday. So are, are if we you're active? Let, if you're active, you can still, yeah, you so, don't have so to be retired. Is, you can still be active. So, so be retired be, or active. So this, this counts as anchor, anchor persons and, yeah, no, and I mean, no, no, you have, reporters. I and, think uh, you have to be an athlete. I mean, if that was going to be the case, we'd all just go after Yannette Garcia, right? The, the newswoman. Um, the the, yeah. the Latin newswoman that they say or yeah. whatever. Yeah, because um, if because if you get like like Jenny Taft that comes on with uh with Gus with Gus Johnson <laughs> that comes on with him, it, she was an athlete, the the All American girl. You, do you remember that when they would say, "Let's go to the All American girl," and everybody got pissed off and said that it that it was uh whatever. Everybody was pissed off except Jenny Taft. Let's go to the All American Girl. Like people got upset for saying the All American Girl. Yeah, she she was an All American, I think, in in volleyball or or, or something. And they, that's what they would say. Like when they would throw down to her for the for the pregame, whatever. Gus would say, and let's go to the third member of our crew, the All American Girl, Jenny Taft, and she just start talking and, and do the great work that she did. Who, and then there, who then got there was upset an about outrage. it? Who got uh, upset about it? Um, whatever groups, I mean, oh, groups oh I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like I said, like I was saying earlier, America's funny. America has changed. Um, I don't even want to get into a spiel about it. It's just very, very, very different. Uh, yeah. I never thought in the longest part of my life that we would be rooting for a terror organization. I like, I just don't get it. And if you don't understand what I'm referencing, go on Twitter and you'll see it's completely bizarre. Um, completely you know, bizarre. Anyways, happy Hanukkah, by the way. 
That's you know, right. That, that was yesterday. That started yesterday. So we celebrate that as well. It's just absolutely bizarre. Anyway, back to sports. Um, our country, back to sports. Uh, this yeah. country's wild. Um, anyways, yeah. man, we watched some Monday Night Football last night. Did you? Yeah, I did. I did. I checked it out, man. Um, so was was Canada? Night, sorry, Thursday night. Thursday night. Was so was yeah. I was at Delirious still last night that I thought it was Monday Night Football. So that's why I didn't correct you. Um, were you delirious last night that you were in shock that the Patriots were beating the Steelers up and down the field? Baylor's happy, man. Victoria, Texas. How about that right there? A product of Victoria East High School right there, that dude. Um, did you see? I saw a stat that they showed last night where in, in the first quarter, Zappy threw for 97 yards in, in that quarter. And that was the most yards that the Patriots had thrown for in a quarter since Brady left. Since That's Brady awful. left. You've got yeah. to have some, some continuity. You have got to have decent quarterback play, man. And look, here's the thing. Like, you can't tell me that it's all on Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi, right? Because I feel like I feel like they've gotten worse this year. And if that's the case, then you kind of got to point to Bill O'Brien, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it seemed it seemed like they opened up that offense last night. And 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 I see right here, Zeke Elliott to me looked like Zeke looked like Cowboy Zeke last night. That dude, that dude. That's was what happens when he can eat a lot. He's still a stud. He can still eat. You just got to let him eat. You got to feed yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he he looked really good last night. I mean, uh, even even on the interception, it was Zeke Elliott that went and chased uh, what's his name right, down and made the tackle. Down, yeah. yeah. So um, the, the question comes to me with Pittsburgh. It's like, so um, it, it was Canada really the problem here? Uh, I mean, geez, Louise, they, they look horrific. I think horrific. Canada. I think Canada absolutely contributed contributed to the problem, but uh, you have two really bad quarterbacks for Pittsburgh. Uh, I know people want to give Kenny Pickett his roses or whatnot. Yeah. I don't think he's your guy. Um, and if 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 you're the Steelers, I think you're kind of hoping that he rests up, or maybe you know with that injury you can keep Kenny Pickett sidelined and and let him rest up and get you know healed up completely. And while you're at that. You can assess your quarterback room. Yeah. Um, Trubisky, Trubisky made some bad throws last night, but he didn't look awful. Um, he looked more. I felt he looked more confident than Kenny Pickett has all all year long. Um, he bounced back nice. Yeah, he could have. Yeah, he could have uh, gone he, right like, in the toilet. He threw some. There, like he threw two throws very late over the middle, which is just a cardinal sin. Um, yeah. I, I still don't understand why quarterbacks continue to do that. Uh, but hell, I mean, you know, I'm not so, the one. So why is why is why is Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer not getting in here? Um, I kept seeing him on the sideline, and I'm thinking, I I, I think I would rather go with that dude. Honestly, um, I don't know is he in the shit house there with Mike Tomlin or, or or what the situation is. He looked ready to go all night long and never even sniffed the football field. I don't. I don't think he's better than. I don't think he's better than Trubisky or or Pickett, man. Um, uh, you're talking about Mason Rudolph here. Uh, yeah, I, just, yeah, yeah. I, you, you saw the product that he was able to display when he had his little run um, for the Steelers there, and it was awful. It was bad. Um, Rudolph, I don't know how much longer Rudolph's going to be in the league, right? I mean, he could yeah. be a practice quarterback, but in, in you know, give your give your first stringer some some decent looks. But Rodney, he he's not. 
he can't even game manage, let alone yeah. get you into a position to win a, a ball game. That's just my take on, on Mason yeah. Rudolph there. Well, and I think the problem is for the Steelers at this point is they, I mean, hell, they were, they were, were in the playoffs as of last night. And now with the loss, I mean, now the Texans find themselves in the playoffs. So there you go for you Houston. Guys, do you guys think Rudolph is better than, than Trubisky? I think he is. I, mean, I, I, I do not. I think Trubisky gives you a lot, a lot more with his legs as well, and also he's got more confidence throwing the ball. There's there's throws, and I say I say this about Heineke and uh and Sam Howe, right? There's throws that Sam Howe is just willing to make because he's confident to throw the ball. Heineke is more of a conservative quarterback. Like he doesn't make that many mistakes, but he ain't throwing. He's he's not going to hit you on a sixty yard scene. He's just not going to hit that, or he's not going to hit a long ball. Um, Trubisky. Trubisky can let it fly. He'll, he does, he's not afraid to throw the interceptions. Hell, we saw that last night, and he's playing for his job. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, definitely I feel not like afraid. Rudolph should be doing the same damn thing, but some quarterbacks are just willing to take the big shots. Others aren't. Rudolph isn't willing to take the big shot. And, and, and the problem the problem is the way I see it, Wags, for the Steelers, is the Steelers, like I was saying, already being in the, in, in the playoff mix – They've already won too many games. They're going to be in the middle of the pack when it comes to the when it comes to draft picks. I mean, they're still going to be stuck in the same problem unless you find a, a free agent that comes available that you can plug in there to make this system run because they're going to be picking they're going to be picking post ten. So right, right. I mean that that's kind of where they're fucked. And, any, and, and anything behind away. ten, we, we know anything behind ten, you're really not or hell. I don't know. The first round, you're kind of guaranteed to have some success, man. If you whoever you pick in your first round should be giving you some success on the field. But I'm with you, man. If you're not in the first ten, dude, you're kind of kind of sol, dude. Yeah, yeah. That, that's really going to be the problem that that, that they're going to have moving forward. So I don't know. You know, they they look. The the problem is with Pittsburgh the way that it's kind of fallen apart for them right here. I mean, having lost the two games back to back right there to a couple of two win teams. I mean that's that's gotta, where it truly shows you the the problems that exist right there. Right. Because, and you gotta figure man that like you you just said it two win teams. Two win yeah, teams. You can't get over this hump. Pretty rough. Are you serious? That's pretty rough. But but I gotta say, I mean New England looked pretty good last night. I mean I was very impressed. I, I was very impressed with them last night. It's the best they've played all season long. That's our you know you can definitely argue that that's for sure. But how much more do they have of this in them how can yeah. they sustain this for a couple of seasons or for a couple of weeks to to make this look somewhat of a a salvageable season yeah. for for belichick oh and by the way army navy game this weekend belichick's going to be uh one of the guests for big noon saturday for college game day and the thing is there with, I, the, with we call the, it big noon saturday if it's only one game i'm sure is it is it on fox if it's on fox i'm sure i'm sure fox, they'll call it. you gotta call yeah. it yeah well, and the thing is, kind of going back to New England, I mean, kind of a double-edged sword right there because what do you do here at the end? I mean, what what you saw from Bailey Zappi last night, do you continue to try to develop him and open up? I mean, the chemistry he had last night with the tight end, I mean, you had two touchdowns right there. I mean, he found he found his uh, comfy blanket right there um, with the yeah, two Hunter, touchdowns. Hunter Henry coming back Hunter to Henry. The fantasy yeah. life, huh? Yeah, absolutely. But the the other the other part of that is, I mean, if you if you continue to lose, that's only going to help you with what we talk about with Pittsburgh's problem. To where New England, you keep losing, but I mean that that's where you really don't know is is Bailey Zappi really something you can move forward with? Um, I don't yeah, think I so. Think you can't got to be in the hunt. Yeah, you I can't base it after one game. Quarterback, right? Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I mean, I would think so. So 
I don't know. Uh, Mac Jones, obviously not the answer. I think that's the one thing that they figured out. I think now you just got to go to the next step, and is it going to be zappy? And it's way too early to tell. Let me ask you a question. Um, being where they are now, um, and again, I'll, I'll pull up the uh, the lottery for the 2024 draft here. Being where they sit now, do you think they're in a play to get a quarterback? I mean, hell, I mean, you'd like to think that You'd like to think that Bo Nix would probably be available. Williams is probably gone. Penix might be gone, depending on what the Bears need. If the Bears trade um, Fields and, and they're not happy with Fields, there's a damn good chance that Williams is on uh, on the Bears there. Um, I feel like a Bo Nix could do very well with the New England Patriots if they were willing to go up and get him, if they felt really good. And that and that feels, I want to say that feels like a Patriots move to me because they would know the, at least the product of what they were going to get with one Bo Nix. I mean, Bo Nix has been in the damn college football landscape for almost six years now. I would think they'd want to invest a little bit more into him because they've seen more, more tape yeah. and more reps on him. Um, however, this is also coming from an organization that found the goat out of, you know, the sixth round of the NFL draft. So that that's um, true. That's true. And kind kind of to your point right there with Bo Nix, if the system stays in place right now, you know, if it's if it's going to be the same offensive coordinator, if it's going yeah, to be that's Bill and Bell. that's the thing. That's that's what we we're just talking about. Um, yeah. Brian, you know, Bob uh, or Bill Belichick, Bill, not Bill yeah. Belichick. Jesus, God, Bill O'Brien. I'm all over Bill the place. Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. Yeah. It, and and if that's the case, and I still think with Belichick, I, I think you're spot on. I think Bo Nix is a great fit right there because I, I think that's somebody that that Bill can 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 develop more along what he wants in a quarterback. And if you, I think Bill's got to go. Well, Bill O'Brien, that, not Bill Belichick. I think oh, Bill O'Brien. Oh, okay. Go. Okay. I was going to say that the other Bill is going to be a little. Yes, I, I would definitely make that change. I mean, make that change and get yourself get yourself somebody in there with with kind of new, fresh ideas. You know, hadn't been doing it the same way forever because it's obviously not working right there. But if you look at it, I mean, obviously Carolina is going to be number one. They're not going to be in the market for a quarterback. And then you've got uh, the the 3-10 and ten Patriots, so that win didn't hurt them so much in the fact there uh, of that. And then the Cardinals, which the Cardinals have a quarterback in place as well. But do you think they are, – are they happy with Murray there? Well, that, that's a great question. Because that's when that dude comes – because I thought they were tanking, right? And then when I saw Murray come back, like or, or I thought they were tanking, and then they were able to win with Dobbs um, against the Cowboys. And then uh, – Murray comes back and Murray looks like he's just, you know, lightening up. He's hitting long balls to, uh, to more. He's hitting, you know, decent, um, uh, you know, decent throws to some of his other pieces out there. Connor's starting to run the damn ball pretty well again for Arizona. So I get a feeling or I get a vibe that Arizona might be happy with Murray or unless Murray's just kind of playing for his position or playing for a job. Uh, I think they're happy with him. I do think they're happy with him, which okay. kind of the way it shakes out. Then you've got the Bears in there, and I've seen a, I've seen a lot of chat where it's going to be Caleb Williams to the Bears. Um, so if, if that's the case, then then what do you do with that guy? Where, where could he go, uh, Justin Fields? I mean, I don't think that's a New England Patriot type quarterback to me. No. But, but then then you've got the Redskins, and then you got the Giants that are sitting there. They both need quarterbacks, so it, it's going to get pretty damn take, interesting. Right I would here. take Justin Fields on the Giants. Yeah, uh, yeah. In a, in I, I think a heartbeat. 
So, so, so let me backtrack to what I just said. I, I said the commanders need a quarterback. I honestly, no, they don't. They don't need a quarterback. They need they need to work on the offensive line and firm it up so the quarterback that they have is pretty damn good. So he's not on his ass. Yeah, I like Sam game. Howell. I think Sam Howell can spin the threads, that's for sure. He just needs to make better decisions. And like you said, he needs a better offensive line. Yeah, yeah, the, the dude's chasing his own ass half the time. And I think that's what gets him in trouble here. But yeah, for, for New England, I mean, and, and that's, I, I think you, you – what you afford yourself here is you you have the next couple of games to see what Bailey Zappi does. I mean, I I don't think he's the franchise quarterback, but that's where this gets to be so fun because he gives you a little hint there because we've seen we've seen second string quarterbacks in in Tennessee. Uh, you know, the dude comes in and throws four touchdowns his first start. So this is to where you have that little ray of light. And, and I saw something there. New England fans are probably not happy that. Bailey Zappi had that game last night because it does give that glimmer of hope that, hey, maybe we already have the dude on the roster. Yeah, because, I mean, and that's, he was kind of like the fan favorite last year too, right? I mean, he had a little bit, the, the little bit of success that he did have. Oh, this could be the guy. This could be Tommy Brady's second coming. Nah, man. Yeah, no. Like, let's, let's stop. Let's stop going on that narrative of we're going to find the next goat. We're going to find the next goat. That's go man, the Tom Brady's come once in a lifetime, man. And honestly, that was kind of luck, you know, that it, that it all kind of came together and, and came to fruition there, right? If you're really hoping, if you're the fan base of the New England Patriots and you really suspect that that Bailey Zappi is the next coming, the next second coming of the GOAT, I mean, I wish I wish you I wish you well. I, I do. Yeah. I wish you well because you're in La La Land, man. Um, you have to develop quarterbacks. You, they just don't. They just don't show up and, and and throw like Tom Brady, dude. And if you're thinking that that Bailey Zappi, after one year in a small uh, a small little um, uh, scale of tape, is going to be able to show you that he's the next goat, you're highly wrong, guys. And you're going to be disappointed, man. And I'm with everybody else here. It's time to find another quarterback. And yeah, by the way, with that quarterback, you got to get your offensive coordinator. Well, and, and the other part about that also is, you know, when you bring in when you bring in a new quarterback, you know, these these high draft pick quarterbacks that come in, the other problem that they have, you know, when they when they become when they become, you know, deemed a, a flop or a failure or whatever, they come in and kind of the same problem we're talking about with the commanders. There's nobody there to take care of them. So so they end up hurt, they end up getting rushed, they end up throwing interceptions, whatever the case is. So it's a no win situation like that. And and I think that's why the guys like Brady. That, that slip all the way down, even like Dak. I mean, the guys that fall to the to the fourth, fifth, sixth, third round, whatever, they they really are that good. They just, did, for whatever reason, didn't have the chance to shine and be up in those top draft picks, and they fall into a better situation. Then when they get their opportunity, they make the best of it because that's what seems to happen with these guys. Um, we I see some other chats in the... Uh in the comment too are we the only rodney are we the only show that pulls up facebook comments as well is that the um only? could I be see darren jackson here what's up y'all i think you're the only show that checks facebook Jeff. darren what you got going on on facebook usually i try and stay away from facebook that gets some crazy shit going down there on facebook but yeah we do check our our the show chats there oh man we do yeah uh, we are on that platform of facebook on the crazy facebook yeah, thing there yeah. too man no, these, but yeah we, we we, from time to time, we check everything, man. Um, make sure you guys are hitting us up on that code of text line, too. 512-222-9328 if you guys are mobile. We check that from time to time as well. Rodney's really on the go with that one. And then 
I'm pretty much hitting up all the other social media platform stuff. But yeah, man, we look at all your all's comments. We we appreciate everybody's comments. And it also gives us a little bit of an avenue of approach to go to the next uh, topic too, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think what what uh, Jake said right here, right? Uh, this is a really good pull too for the Pats. If they're able to get Drake May, if they're able to find him, that's another good quarterback out of North Carolina that can uh, spin the threads, I feel like, for the professional landscape. Also, yeah. Um, I like Penix Jr. I think Penix Jr. is very, very well developed. I, Rodney, mm-hmm. I think he's, I think he's your favorite and he's my favorite as well. I just don't think he's going to be available for the New England Patriots. Yeah, yeah, I, I think he'll go early. I think that's a dude that I think he's got to. I think he's got to be the second quarterback off the yeah, board, right? Yeah, you, you can build a franchise around that dude. I seriously believe that. I mean, I think all the tools are there. But you know, as I was watching that game last night, Wags, one of the things that that, that I, I don't know why this hit me as I'm sitting there watching it, I guess probably because you're watching two franchises that have been perennial, um, you know, top-level teams and all the Super Bowls that they have between them. But kind of the correlation right there, um, you know, watching the the little bit of the frustration right there with Mike Tomlin, you know, you, you look at him, you know, he loses Ben Roethlisberger and, and with Belichick, you know, without Brady. And it's like, here, here are these once proud franchises. And it's like the, these two dudes that had those staples that made those teams and won them those championships, here they are and both of them look lost. It's like, man, our well, that's what happens when you don't have good quarterback play, right? You're going to look exactly. lost. Um, and exactly. you, that's the, that's that old adage, like it all comes full circle, right? You know what I mean? And hell, if you stay at the table long enough, too, I'm sure that you'll be able to get back up to the top. I don't, I don't see the Patriots being down like this this long. Um, usually, it's because they have, I, I think, I mean, almost every draft, they have the most picks in almost every draft, right? And if you do that, if you continue under that trend, you'll continue to have the success that you've had for almost two decades, man. I think yep. that's the way that they've been able to stay so, so damn relevant in a, in a free agent frenzy type of, of atmosphere for what the past decade. Nope. Probably longer than a decade, man. Free agency has been, been, you know, at the hype of all this thing for almost two decades now, man. So while they've been going through this whole free agent frenzy, they've been able to manage and and still stay relevant through all of it by getting draft picks on almost, or getting the most draft picks in almost every draft. That's how I think you stay relevant, dude. I don't know what Tomlin and company Tomlin and company's got going on. um, But that's the type of recipe for success that I would try and uh, replicate. And I'll tell you where it, where it is definitely a shift for the Patriots is because all of those years that they dominated the East, I mean, we know the records about them winning the East. Now you got the Dolphins. I mean, the Dolphins, I mean, some call them a, a Super Bowl contender. Uh, the Bills. They look, good. I mean, they look Bills, pretty damn good. They, they, I like the do. Ravens too, though, man. I think the Ravens yeah. look pretty solid. Yeah. Um, they're just a hard... They're just a hard offense to get down, man, because they execute so well, right? Like, any, and even when you think you got him contained, you got Lamar Jackson contained, he rips one off on, on you, or or he'll find Zay Flowers, or I, I mean, hell, that's another thing too. Like, I might be down a little bit on the Ravens just because there's no Mark Andrews as well, but somehow they find a way to supplement that stuff. Yeah, well, and and for Pittsburgh, I mean, they're still, I mean, they're still in the playoff hunt. You know, it's not, it's not a season that 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 you junk it and. Or whatever, but there's just a lot of questions right there, man. Yeah, they, um, I mean, they can still represent from the AFC North here. Um, it's going to be tough, though. They they got to yeah. they got to get some things figured out. Well, Rodney, they, we were talking about it. Uh, go ahead. What do you got? They definitely be a wild card. That that's where they were sitting last night because they're two two and a half games behind at this point. But but it's still attainable. 
but it's still attainable. But if you're, like I said, if you're a Texans fan, be happy because you're in if it ended right now, which it doesn't. Okay, so here's the, yeah, that's correct. You are in. Here's the um, the draft order right now as it stands for the 2024 draft. So we can kind of game theory where some of these quarterbacks are going to go or which teams need quarterbacks. Right now you're sitting at Carolina from a trade to the Bears with the number yeah. one pick, right? New England at two. So there is a chance that Penix could get there. I don't know if New England will stay at the two, um, will we'll stay in this order for throughout the season. Uh, I, I honestly thought it was going to be the Bears and then Arizona. Uh, if Arizona can climb back up in there, that's where I think Penix Jr. might land at Arizona. Um, if that happens, New England does fall to three. I do see Bo Nix or possibly a Drake May, like you guys brought up, um, going to New England there at three. Washington does not need a quarterback. They do need some offensive line help, and they also need some wide receivers. You could see one Marvin Harrison Jr. going right there. If they want a sexy marquee pick, Marvin Harrison Jr. is there for the taking. Um, Chicago is next after that, though. So, Chicago, I mean, if Chicago didn't get what they wanted uh, with their quarter, I mean, hell, Chicago's in a really good spot because they could get the best they could get the best offensive lineman in the draft and then come back and get a decent quarterback. Like I don't know if you if they're if you're in love with Williams, you're gonna take him at one, but there's definitely some decent quarterbacks in there that you can uh you can play with if you wanted to get like the best the best overall player in the yeah. uh in the 2024 draft. Yeah, you know, I, I've seen a couple of mock drafts and and he and he's gonna win the Heisman tomorrow and he's we haven't even mentioned him yet, talking about Jaden Daniels. This is true. The, the the league is sour on lefties. The league yeah. is sour on lefties. I, I've seen I've seen a couple of I've seen a couple of mock drafts that have him going to Tampa Bay. And I I I, I like that. I like that a lot. I, I think Jaden Daniels at Tampa Bay, that that could be that that sorry, Baker. You're 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 gonna lose your job. Yeah, how, but, we didn't think that this was going to be a long stay for for Baker, right? Like his residency wasn't going to be here that long. Probably like one or two year, maybe help out the next rookie quarterback that comes in. That's, Remember, that's, you got Kyle Trask that's been waiting to to get a a a little bit of some gameplay, right? Yeah. That, that's what I was going to ask you, kind of back to Baker. Do you think Baker's at a point right now? Because I, I think Baker knows his role, like The Rock says, know your role and shut your mouth. Uh, I think I think that I, I'm not saying for you to shut your mouth because I'm asking you this. <laughs> but do you think that Baker Mayfield is at a place in his career where he can be that mentor, where he can teach somebody like Daniels the league and how to how, how to be a leader? I don't know. I still think Baker's got some growing up to do too, but uh, I think I think Maybe I'm surprised with Baker's success this season. I didn't think Baker would have the amount of success that he had. Now, granted, you put you know a, a wide receiver like Mike Evans with him, and good things could possibly happen, right? And and they are like they're in the middle of the pack. They're not they're not going to move any needles or whatnot. But if they had a little bit more help, then maybe they'd be a formidable maybe they'd be a formidable team. Or a contender. Um, I think Baker won me over a little bit this year, man. I didn't, I, I had very low expectations. He surpassed those expectations. If you were to put Baker Mayfield on the Pittsburgh Steelers right now, they'd be winning. Yep. They would be Absolutely. winning. Absolutely. You know they so, would. So, with that, and to answer your question, think baker could be a mentor um but he does like he he does need to grow up a 
pretty damn good bit. Like the whole immature shit that Baker does still. It I haven't seen it too often. I think he's kind of, you know, the writing's on the wall. He's kind of got to grow up or get the hell out. So um, yeah. it, it didn't, like like I said, it didn't work out too well for him when he was in Cleveland. He was very brash. Um, but again, that's kind of what the quarterback needs to do, right? You, I think you take on the identity of your team and you wear it with pride. And I think I think the thing about that is, you know, knowing Baker Mayfield the way that we do or or just kind of the tendencies of him, you know, the whole walking on in different spots and, you know, just everything, kind of the mindset that he has that he still carries right now. If you Sal. bring in, yeah, if you bring in, if you bring in a rookie quarterback, what's that going to do to Baker Mayfield? Because the, 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 if he's still in Tampa Bay, you, you're not going to put the rookie in that. That's going to motivate. Baker Mayfield to say you ain't fucking taking my job. Right. So so that that's going to up his game. But but I do think that he can be a mentor. I mean, he, he's been at this game long enough and, and he has been, dude. He's been very impressive to me. I, I didn't expect this from them. Uh, I at this point, looking back, I, I mean, I think I said it a couple of different times. I expected them to have two or three wins right now. They were right there in the hunt for the for the South there there for a bit. And, and it's not over yet for crying out loud. So, yes. I think it's there, um, but <laughs> Daryl's a spoiled rich kid. Well, the the thing about it is he's been humbled, and when when you get when you get that humble pie a few times, that that tends to kind of that kind of tends to set you back just a little bit. Hopefully, because I do like watch. I think he's a winner, I, and I like I I do. I think wherever Baker goes, he finds a way to win. Um, he won in Cleveland. Like Cleveland was not seeing winning football. And the dude, I love him or hate him, he was able to find ways to win in Cleveland. He was able yep. to galvanize the team. He's able to put a city on his back. And he does, like, if, if he's on your team, you love him. But if you're going up against him, you absolutely despise the dude. He's one of those types of players, man. That's one of the, that's the type of, of character, I guess, that, that he is, which, I mean, hell, man, if, if, if that's how you're going to be and you're going to be on my team, I welcome it. I bring it in. Like, I, Give it. I, I I would take Baker Mayfield on the damn New York Giants right now. I really would because it, it's it's that the quarterback play is that inept. I love what I love what the veto has been able to do. Give us a little bit of a, a reprieve here and and trying to find something. And you can't like Sal. I saw your comment there um, with a healthy Daniel Jones would be winning in Pittsburgh. That might be true, but Daniel Jones to me, I, I'm 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 off of it. I'm, I'm, I've seen enough of it. I've seen the guy fall down um, with nobody around him in the open field, you know, trying to run for, for pay dirt here. Um, it, it, it's been tough for me to watch Daniel Jones go through this. I, I think it's just a long relationship to where we just got to cut ties. Like yeah. we, we tried it. Yeah. It worked. Um, we've gone to marriage counseling a few times. It's it's just not happening, man. We got to kind of break it off and and see if we can find something new. That's where I'm at with, that's where I'm at with uh with Daniel Jones. Yeah, and, and the list goes on and on of quarterbacks. Where and you're exactly right. I mean, maybe at Pittsburgh, Sal. Maybe he's got a career year at Pittsburgh, but not for the New York Giants. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That 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 thing has run its course. It's time to go somewhere else. We see a lot of these guys to where things don't work out, and they go somewhere else and and they become what what some semblance of what we thought they were going to be when they came into the league and then you have guys like mayfield like we're talking about where wherever he goes he seems to add a spark it's like the tebow thing that i always talk about everybody had nothing but bad things to say about that dude his throwing style was horrible he was slow all this that and the other shit all he did was win man all he did was right. win 
No, it got a little dark on me right there. Sorry Whoa. about that. I was like, man, lights the, lights went out. Anyways, I brought so I up got, Tim Tebow and the lights went out. Tebow uh, Tebow has that kind of power, dude, that your yeah. lights went down. <laughs> he just make make he takes all the electricity out of the house. He's that electrifying. Oh, Tim Tebow is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, Sal. Um. I think Daniel Jones could win on a Pittsburgh team right now if he was healthy. I just don't want to have Daniel Jones in my locker room. Here's the thing: if you're Daniel Jones, right, I'd be calling the Buffalo Bills. Uh, you know your your time with New York might be coming up, right? You you know you could be coming to the end of the line here with New York, even though they just gave you 160 million dollars. Um, they might be trying to trade you and get that purse off the hook. There, I don't think Buffalo is going to take that purse. That's a that's a first string quarterback purse. Um, yeah. That's that's Tennessee, the other part. Maybe t- yeah. Tennessee, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Like, the, the, I don't know where the hell Daniel Jones is going to go with that money. I don't know who's going to want to take on that money. It, and that's that's the other part of that. To where I mean, I, I say this never having been in that position. But what? But when you're in a position like that with Daniel Jones, with the money that you have, you have to realize that whether whether it's your fault or not, the the situation, the circumstances you have been in have made you not worthy of that money. And that's that's just the bottom line. And that's where you have to do a little soul searching and figure out, okay, where's the best situation for me? They're, they're still going to get paid. You're still going to get paid a nice salary, better than any of us ever will, most likely. But that's where you have to go in and figure out, okay, this scenario works best for me. Let them pay me what, what they're going to pay me. You have no negotiation power at this point because <laughs> – you, you've got you've got one season of negotiation power, but then the next season you fall flat on your face. Right, and we'll see what happens that. next season. But yeah, you only have that one little that That's one right. little uh, very little blip. It's a very little blip. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's like in in the real estate world with us when when you have somebody. Oh, you know what? I, I did all these transactions in the course of my career, and it's like, yeah, but how many have you done in the last year? Right. Well, too. What have you done well, for me lately? What right. have you done for me lately? And, and that's what this league is. It's hey, you not see what Jake's, and, and you what see Jake's comment right there? Yeah, about, uh, yeah, Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota! You did it! There you it guys is. got it in! Get it in there. Congratulations, guys. We did it. We got Minnesota in here. Um, yeah. Could I see Daniel Jones at Minnesota? Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think that would be a good fit for Daniel Jones if he could stay upright. If he could stay upright, that would be a good Jones, uh, a good fit for him. Um, I still think Dobbs is better than Jones. I agree. Like from what I've been able to, from what I was able to watch Dobbs do at uh, at Arizona, with the way that they were kind of going up and down and and just inconsistent, and then put them in spots to win week in and week out, and then uh, his ability to to do that with Minnesota, I think I think Dobbs is better than Jones. I just. I don't know. You, you want to talk about quarterback, you know, quarterback play, like the quarterback carousel where it's probably all going to end up. Jones, Jones probably out of a damn job, man. Um, yeah. uh, got in. Then who you bring in for, for new England. Uh, you guys are probably right. It's probably Drake may. It, yeah, it's probably Drake, Drake may. may. I mean, and then Penix, hell we can, we can gain theory of this, you well, know, for, for year then, or for the, the next month until we're blue in the face guys. But uh, man, that, that's the, that's the top three for me is, and again, it could be May. May could be going to the to the to the Patriots, but I still like I like Williams, 
Penix Jr. and Knicks. Those are my top three for the NFL quarterbacks. Well, and then and then to, to Jake's point right there, I mean, Kirk Cousins, I mean, what happens if he doesn't go back to Minnesota? Where does he go? I mean, it'd be a great fit for the Jets. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I they guess. They need somebody. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is coming back. I mean, do you want to go you want to go sit behind Aaron Rodgers? I mean, and and let's see if he truly comes back. I mean, I I, I still think it's you crazy. You think Kirk Cousins would sit behind Aaron no, Rodgers? No, that's what I'm saying. I I, no, I especially I, like Kirk Cousins was was projecting to be the best quarterback exactly. in the NFL when exactly. he was getting when he got so, hurt. So that's why I think I think him going to the Jets would be great, but that dude's still going to be hanging around and is Aaron Rodgers going to come back? I think I mean, so. I, I, don't like, think, I don't think he should come back at all. I think he. Opinion. I think he has to come back because because of ego and pride, right? That's or or I mean, I wouldn't come back for that, but that's kind of no. like what Aaron Rodgers will do. You want to have your last memories of the NFL be like, oh, I played four plays and that was it. Yeah. Um. We just talked about it. We're we're a society of what have you done for me lately? Or you're only as good as your last trip. Um. I still remember. Brady's last throw in in Foxborough. Do you remember it? I do, and I remember, and I it's remember his la- and I remember his last one in 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 as Tampa Bay too, and the ass whooping he got from the yeah. Dallas Cowboys. So I mean, yeah. as, as yeah. great as the goat was, you remember the last one. You yep. remember the last ride, yep. right? You, yep. I'm sure you remember all the great stuff that he has, but you really remember the last ride. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good question, Rodney. That's a yeah. damn good question. Yeah, I mean, while while the fit is good. He will. Plus, he's been running his head about all this other stuff. You know, he and hell, he's got to come back. Right. He's got to come back. And plus, he, I mean, he looks good. I mean, from what I've seen, the way he's moving around and all that. I mean, he, you do you think you really want to go down as only four plays in Gotham, and that's it? No, nah, dude. No. After all, after all that hype and all that hoopla, after everything that you said in the preseason, you're coming back. You're coming back for yeah. at least one more year, man. Yeah. Well, you didn't get busted up. You didn't. I mean, what in what if something goes down to where you have a ruptured Achilles again? Then then you're done. Then you're yeah, over. But yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta roll it out at least one more time and and least let Jets fandom see what they could have got. Yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of what they could have got, I'll tell you what you can get. You can get the best deal on new, pre-owned cars, trucks, SUVs. You name them all, Covert BK, 42 acres out in the beautiful Central Texas Hill Country, three state-of-the-art dealerships, seven different brands that Covert will take care of for you out there. Buicks, GMCs, Cadillacs, Chryslers, Dodge, Jeeps, and Rams. Also, the Fords and the Chevrolets down Highway 79 in Hutto. The Fords and the Lincolns on Research 183 in Austin. Covert BK also services all makes and models, 86 service bays. You're not going to be at the dealership all day long because they're going to get you in and out of there and only take care of what you need. Only take care of the maintenance that you need on that vehicle. CovertBeeCave.com. You can also go there to check out the weekly specials. They have them all year, not just the ones for Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's every week. Check it out at CovertBeeCave.com or just stop by and see our great friends at Covert Bee Cave. It's CovertBeeCave.com, serving Central Texans since 1909. And as the Covert family likes to remind everyone, nobody beats a Covert deal, not now, and sure as hell, not ever. And if you want to watch hockey, basketball, football, all your sports at the same time, I would advise you guys to call Audiovisual Consultations, 512-255-8678, or go to the website of 
you know, that of avconsultations.com to see the gallery of projects that they've done over the past 35 years when they've been setting the standard in audiovisual automation. Since 1988, they've been leading the Austin Central Texas area in this category of audiovisual automation. You guys don't like the TV setup that I have behind me? Go to the gallery of projects that I've seen that I just told you about on avconsultations.com and you can get an idea of what you want to do. You can get those flat screen TVs, you can get the arcade systems, and you can get the dream theater that I have downstairs, all with AV consultations or conjure up your own idea. AVconsultations.com, 512-255-8678. You got to call right now because it's the best time for sports. You, you want to think it's Christmas time just because of Santa and all that? Nah. And Hanukkah and all that? Nah. It's not happening. It's because of sports, man. AVconsultations.com is why the reason for the season. 512-255-8678. That's AVconsultations.com. That's right. Did you watch any hockey last night? I didn't. Are you a Stars fan at all? <clears throat> if, if if I'm going to root for a hockey team, it's going to be the Stars. I do know that they won. I do know that they won. Five, five to four, wasn't it? Five to four? Yeah. 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 Did, I, did, you see, did you see how they won? No, I didn't see how they won. I didn't think they were going to win. I didn't think they were going to win. Neither did I. Neither did I. I, I, I thought they were going to win at first, and then when Washington got, when Washington potted the first goal, like, you know, uh, inevitable goal, or I can't call it an inevitable goal because I thought Washington was getting outskated in the first quarter, in the first period, and then they were able to slip one past, um, past Dallas there. And dude, it was it was just back and forth. Ovechkin got it, got onto the score sheet with the points, but didn't wasn't able to pot a goal there. Um, Kuzi Kuznetsov gets in, you know, gets one behind the pipes, uh, but still, like, I still don't see too much chemistry or, or I guess with the top six, I'm not seeing the optimal output that I should be seeing from the Washington Capitals. I mean, you, you look at Dallas stars, they got arguably the best line in yeah. all of the NHL. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, again, like when you, when you're able to, to sneak one past Dallas like that and thought that you could probably get pa- past them. I thought for sure, especially going in, you know, after the second period, I thought Washington dominated the second period and they were going to be able to, to wrap it up and, and take it home. But no, um, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't finish it off, even though they're, you know, 8-0-1 after the second period with a, with a damn victory. Thanks for that stat, by the way, BK. But usually that's with Darcy Kemper behind the, or, or in the net, right? Um, Kemper wasn't in the net last night. Um, so that, that stat's going to be a little bit skewed. Uh, yeah, uh, and I guess, you know, if you're a Dallas Stars fan, you're thinking the Washington Capitals because we allowed you to right the ship and get back on the winning slide or the winning side of things. So that's hockey in a nutshell for you guys. We'll have Tom McKay on from time to time here on Chaos Theory. Also on the Wagner Wire to break down all your algorithms for NHL, get you all the green that you need for your winning pockets. Um, we told you that, you know, Tom's pretty damn hot on the ice. Yeah, uh, that's, that's not a lie, man. He's won... I want to say he's in the 63rd percentile over the past three years or the past two or three years. I'd have to, I got to get the actual stats on that, but he's pretty damn good at picking winners for hockey. Hey, uh, Wag. So, so speaking of picking winners, I found this story. I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've heard about this or not, but um, just picking a winner out my nose. Uh, a fellow by the name of Amit Patel, Amit Patel is the dude's name, worked, uh, worked for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Work for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, apparently, this dude, um, you know, daily 
bet on football, daily fantasy sports, um, you know, big, big time gambler, big time gambler. Dude starts getting in a hole, you, you know, had, had to pay some debts off, allegedly stole $22 million oh. from the Jacksonville Jaguars to pay off his bets. How did he get, how, how? I'm glad you asked because I can tell you that. So it said once, and this is from The Athletic, once those bills began to pile up, he fraudulently uh, fraudulently obtained money from the company's virtual credit card program to subsidize those losses. <laughs> so was this an employee of the Jacksonville Jaguars? Of the Jacksonville Jaguars, absolutely. It is not known whether he was betting on football or not. Oh, but, he was uh, definitely betting on football. $22 million. And and here's a, here's the worst part. He used his own name. What a moron. Use his own name exclusively in all of this shit. And I'm like, oh my God. Um, and, and then uh, what a the, moron. The, the 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 attorney the attorney said that his client suffers from a quote serious gambling addiction. <laughs> and that uh, he plans to plead guilty to both federal charges. Yeah, I, say, I don't think addiction's gonna hold up in court, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Wire fraud and Ill- illegal monetary transactions. What a dumbass. Jeez, Louise. well, I mean, I, I can't. The only reason why I call him dumb is because he used his own name. He got caught. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I gotta admire the creativity. You know what I mean? I, down in a hole, you're trying to come out of it quick. I mean, dude, that's desperation, man. Twenty-two million. Is that what you said? Twenty-two million. Two million. And my whole thing is. If, Rodney, if, Rodney, his life, his life could have been threatened. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm sure. I'm not trying to give the guy a pass. I'm not. I'm not advocating for anybody. I'm just saying. You know, there's there's a damn. When you're, I've never been in that position. Yeah. But I'm willing to guess or bet. Bad. I guess betting would be a bad choice here with this story. <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to guess that if I'm down 22 million, I'm I'm. Pretty much in up to my neck. I my my life might be on the line here, or if that if my life isn't on the line, um, you, you know, literally, probably figuratively, right? So you you know you got to find some type of of financial reprieve somehow to get you out of the mess that you're in. Um, yeah. if you're if 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 you've gotten into a situation to where you've conjured up a scenario to where you're going to, um, fraudulently you know, take money from, from, you know, wiring sources or, or whatnot transactions that way. Hell, I don't know. Inside trading with, with the damn Jacksonville Jaguars inside betting. You're in, you're, you're in a damn hole. That's, that's oh, yeah. needless to say. Right. Um, I don't know how I would respond. Honestly, I don't think any of us know how we would respond. It would be in desperation. And clearly that's what this dude did. He and, just and he was a moron and used his own name. And, and it sounds like, it sounds like what happened here because Kind of just on the timeline of this is uh, apparently this started in 2019. So the timeline of this, yeah, it's not going to happen in just a year. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's, it sounds like he may have gotten away with it, if for the simple fact that it said that it said that right before the the light went off, it, right exactly right there, right before the light went off, that something was going that something was going wrong, it became even more excessive. So I, I guess that's when he was what getting a knock on the door. It, yeah. It, Oh, so you know what that that tells me? He probably had, or he probably he, he had some success, right? 
Uh, yeah. Maybe a oh, little yeah. bit back and forth, maybe yep. a little bit back and yep. forth. Then all of a sudden, took a huge dip. Maybe got some bad information from us. Took a huge dip, <laughs> right? And then had to find out how to get out of the hole for $22 million and it just got worse and worse and worse, man. Oh, man. I tell you, that... Uh... Uh, before before his exit, Patel oversaw the company's monthly financial statements and department budgets and served as the club's administrator oh, yeah. of that program. Oh, of 100%. The, of the he, credit card program. He's running everything, man. He's on charge of the reaper. Uh, what are they called? Golly. Reparations? Is that how? Yeah. Yeah. Reparations? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's called. Anyways, man. Craziness. Craziness. Urban Meyer was never involved in embezzling. Yeah, Sure. Right, whatever. Oh, Great yeah. show today, guys. It's been a fun show. Fun, wacky Friday, man. Any, any any other wacky Friday stories before we get out of here? That's the only one that I found because I knew that I was... That, that's what we need to look for, the wacky Friday story. I actually have... I had one, but I forgot to pull it up. Are you guys familiar with TwitchCon? I know what that is. You know what it is? Well, I'm, I'm, I'll have to pull the story up for tomorrow, but I'll tease it. Apparently, the CEO of Twitch... And the organizer or the organizer of TwitchCon is allowing a a no shit like actual hookup zone, like where where gamers can take a break from gaming and go into a lounge and hook up. Like what? Yeah, like a cordoned off couches. With sheets on them, Damn. or at least that's what I'm picturing, so it doesn't get you know messy. But a place to hook up. Um, I will pull up this full article because it popped up on my phone yesterday. I just, I meant to have it for this, but uh, what what a tease that is, huh? Man, huh? you're going that's... to a you're going to a video game support or I guess you know uh, function or whatnot. Um, a, you know. It's kind of like a Comic-Con. Anybody that's been to a Comic-Con, it's kind of like this. It's like a whole um, extravaganza of video games and what's you know, what's going to be new for next year or whatnot and then all the streamers for video games. But there is going to be a cordoned off section where you can actually hook up. I thought that was just Damn. odd. Not odd. Um, I mean, not odd for 2023, that's for sure. But no. well, it's very of, bold. Kind very of, kind bold, of like right? the old. Only the old school Austinites will remember the place over uh, by Highland Mall called the Frog Pond, and uh, that that was basically a, a hookup place. I mean, you you went there and and you what, like the up. point. It was called the Frog Pond. Yeah, exactly. But this, yeah, but I mean, like we all got those spots where you go to you go to the spot to hook up. But this I, when I'm reading this, I'm always feeling like it's going to be a a, a house orgy almost. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's what it sounds like. Yeah, that's you just come like. here. Hey, hey, what's your ticket number? Oh, you got one. I got three. We're supposed to we're supposed to sync up right now. Yeah. That's, let me that's a, let me test out your one. Let me test out how's that one yeah. taste. That's that's a hookup spot. Yeah. Um, so, hey, speaking of hookup, but a different kind of hookup. If you need a hookup on great furniture, <laughs> they're like they're they're gonna watch this and say we we don't like that lead in. Great Blue Heron Furniture, a custom leather furniture company started back in 1991. Longhorned owned, focusing on heavy leathers, hides, and fabrics, ranging from traditional Western to modern farmhouses. And man, this stuff is absolutely beautiful. It's also the highest quality furniture that you're going to find. You will not, cannot, aren't 
going to find anything more stylish, more comfortable, or better built anywhere out there. There's a link right here in the YouTube video. Um, you can find it, and it's going to take you to the uh, Texas Sports Unfiltered collection. That's a really cool collection right there. 15% off of your first or off of your purchase if you use the promo code HOOKEM. If you're looking for furniture that lasts long and is built to last for decades, not years, not weeks, not months, not days, decades look no further than great blue hair and furniture click that link or call them at 866-247-9688 it is great blue hair and furniture wags that's some good looking stuff right there man it's in vegas this year too there you go there you go sign me up i think i'm going i think i'm I'm going just i'm not going to participate in the hookup event but I, I want to go to report on the hookup event. Well, if you're there, if you're there, you know, a little in-depth uh, investigative reporting, you know, you can you can kind of go on some hands-on journalism. Hands-on. Hands-on. In on. the story. Hands-on. I'm in the field getting a feel for what's going on. You are in the field. Right? Right? In the field. Exactly. What's going on this weekend, man? You doing anything crazy? Apparently nothing. I have to sit around the house and not do shit. So, are, are, so what? You're quarantined? I'm not quarantined, but I, I, I'm not supposed to. Supposedly, some of this stuff is a, is a little is a little. Um, what, what do you call it? Um, contagious. I, I can, yeah, contag- a little contagious. Con- are you on antibiotics? Oh shit! All kinds, dude. Yeah, then you're good. Yeah. It's not contagious. If you're on antibiotics, it's not contagious. That's well, at least I told my grandma. Yesterday. And and like I said, I, I was actually thinking about going to do the Saturday night in Corpus anyway, even against what they told me. Oh, but I can I, I can tell drive you all the way down there. I mean, I was talking about just go out and, and have a decent time around the town. Not, I'm not telling you to leave town. Oh, no, I, I want to go call some races. What are you talking about? But after after doing an hour, after doing this show for an hour. And having to go talk six hours, I guarantee you, I cannot call any kind of races because it's uh yeah still a little rough. But by Monday, we'll be all polished up wags, and we'll be back to full speed with our with our crazy Monday. Out no of the NFL slate, we didn't really get too much into the NFL slate, so I guess we we should. We were supposed to have Al Walsh come on today, but uh, Al Walsh got a little bit busy with RotoWire. He's uh, writing for RotoWire as well now too, so. Um, that guy, that Mr. Walsh, he's all over the place, man, in that fantasy landscape and sports landscape. Um, but yeah, we got to give you a little bit of your rundown for, um, for the rest of the NFL landscape here before we kick it off to it's only an hour here. Um, Patriots and Steelers, we were blessed with that awesome Thursday night football matchup last night. Hey, they actually went over the over on the over under. I I told you guys to take the under. They beat us. They beat us. They proved me wrong. Bucks and Falcons here. We were just talking about the Baker Mayfield Buccaneers. What are you thinking about the Baker Mayfield Buccaneers versus the Bijan Robinson less Falcons because he's just not being utilized like Arthur Smith should? Yeah, I saw a highlight the other day of him getting tackled for a five yard loss, a safety. I'm like, come on, man. You use him in other places. Uh, man, you got to go with Baker here. I mean, this is another, this is a Baker Mayfield game, man. Grind it out. In uh, Atlanta? Baker yeah. takes Atlanta down in hot Atlanta. All right, I like that, man. Right now, Atlanta's favoring two and a half to the Bucks. Um, Ronnie says wrong team favored here. Buccaneers going into hot Atlanta and taking them down. I'm going to get on Rodney's ship there. I'm going with that, too. I'm going to ride with my guy, ride or die there. Lions and Bears. Oh, my, Rodney. Lions and Bears going into Chicago. You think the fighting Dan Campbell's get it done? They better get out there and redeem themselves. And, and here's, the line is three right now. Yeah, here's a good opportunity for them to go out and, and put it on these guys. They're, they're going to win by about 10. They'll cover the line right here, take care of the Chicago Bears, in my opinion. 
Colts and Bengals. Bengals looking a little bit better with the arm of one Browning rifle right there. You think that they are able to get... Colts were looking pretty damn good too, though, recently with Garden Renshu here. You think Minshew and the boys get it done against the Bengals? Right now, the line is uh, Cincinnati getting to, or giving two right now. Over giving under two. is 43 and a half. Uh, you know, that to me, this is kind of a toss-up game right here, Wags. I'm I'd love, um, I'm in an office pool here, so I'd actually love your thoughts on this one. I'm going to tell you to take the Colts. I think the Colts are playing some pretty damn good football right now. They're five and a one. They're five and one on the road. Um, I like that stack going up against the Bengals. The Bengals have kind of been inconsistent right now. Um, I think the Colts take the cats down, man. Okay. Uh, I think wrong team favored. Wrong team favored. Colts get the victory on the road, and they increase their uh, road stat to six and one on the year. Jaguars and Browns. Jaguars right now getting three points from the Cleveland Browns here. Browns are the host squad on Saturday. What or Sunday? What do you like? I think this is Jags. I think the Jags. I think the Jags are going to take this. Yeah. I'm going with the Jets. Well, it's Trevor. I'm no, Trevor Brown, Lawrence, I'm Trevor Lawrence Browns is here. Out. Trevor Lawrence is out. Give me Cleveland. Give me Cleveland. Okay, I was going to say, yeah. no yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Give me the Brownies here on Sunday, yeah, twice right. on Sunday, and that's, that's when right. they play. All right, Panthers and Saints. Do the Panthers go marching in to New Orleans to take down the Saints, Rodney? Uh, New Orleans I, favored by five. I would say no. <laughs> I would say absolutely not. Um, I think you'd have to be crazy to not go in New Orleans here. Saints in dominant fashion. All right, Texans and Jets. Texans right now receiving three and a half from the Jets. You like the Jets here or you like the Texans? Uh, I'm going with the Texans. Same I'm going here. with the Texans here, yeah. They're in the Give playoffs the now. They're I think the, the Texans are good now. enough to cover on this Jets defense, yeah. which is one of the top five defenses in the league. They're just not playing as of yet, yeah. um, as of late, rather. All right, Rams and Ravens. We talked a little bit about this. The Rams getting seven and a half from Baltimore here. I think it's going to be all Baltimore uh, just not enough for the Rams here. I think the Ravens cover in fashion. Yep, totally agree. Totally agree. Vikings and Raiders. Does Dobbs and company go into Vegas and take down the Raiders, Rodney? Right now, Minnesota is receiving 10, or excuse me, they're giving three. I think they do, man. I think they do. Um, I, I think Dobbs is going to continue to burn, burn, burn a little hot here for at least a couple weeks. Right on Seattle and 49ers. Do you think Seattle is able to get anything going off this new Defensive front from the 49ers. They look like Star Wars, in, man. Oh, San Francisco rolls, dude. San Francisco is going to roll in this Yeah, the, the line right now is 11 points. I think they're good for 14, man. Bills and Chiefs. Do the Chiefs, are, the, are they able to right the ship here going up against the Buffalo Bills? Hosting in Arrowhead. Right now, the line is just one. It's almost a pick them. Yeah, that place, that place is going to be on fire. Place is going to be ecstatic. They need a bounce back game. They got four losses, man. They've got to, they got to get their shit rolling right here as we get towards the end. Give me the Chiefs all day. I'm with you, Rodney. Chargers and Broncos. Broncos have been playing good as of late. Do they go into L.A. and take down the Chargers? Right now, the Chargers are favored by two and a half. Uh, yeah, I think Denver does. I know they and had a Broncos, setback. I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. Wrong team favored as well, Rodney. And then, of course, the marquee matchup on Sunday, Eagles and Cowboys. What are you liking? Dallas is going to win this game by 10. Holy shit. Dallas is going to win by 10. Philadelphia defense is three and a half. I don't know if they're good for 10. I mean, Dak played almost perfect last time and they still weren't able to, to come up with a victory. So yeah. I can't wait yeah. to see what the hell Dak's got to do yeah. to gonna be good in this game. going to be good. All right. Well, two more real quick. Titans and Dolphins. We already, uh, Dolphins favored by 13 here. I like the Dolphins, the fish all 
Monday night long here. And then your other Monday night scorcher, uh, Green Bay and the might be Giants of New York. Uh, give me Green Bay. They're favored by six, or excuse me, they're giving the Giants six and a half. Uh, Over-under on this is going to be a sexy 36 and a half, so not expecting much. Probably all from Green Bay here. Give me the Green Bay Packers. Yep, give me the pack and cover cover the spread. All right, that's going to do it for us, man. As Chaos Theory gets out of here, we welcome on Jeff and Jordan for It's Only an Hour. What's up, guys? How you doing this Friday? What's up, Wags? Just watching a clip from our 24-7 Sports Michigan site. They do an inter- a weekly interview with Vance Bedford. I was... Listen to nice. Vance Bedford talk about when he used to kick Nick Saban's ass when Saban was at Michigan State and Vance was oh, yeah, at Michigan. Right. <laughs> that was too long ago for Nick Saban, I guess, or not too long. Jor- ago. Jordan was still when Michigan won the national championship in '97. Jordan was still what five years away from entering this world. So. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! I thought you were going to say he was five. He has no. Oh he has, Jordan has no frame of reference about Jordan. the great. The great was. That was Charles Woodson winning a Heisman and Brian Greasy being a tremendous game manager for the 97. Jordan was only an idea. Jordan was only a positive, a very future plan at that point. Jordan, you weren't allowed to be Michigan in college football that year because Michigan was just that dominant, man. Charles Woodson just couldn't be stopped. He was incredible, man. And then sometimes when they would bring those uh, classic games back, you know what I mean, where you'd have to be the Buckeyes and try and um, stop Charles Woodson there. (laughs) No way. It, it, It... Good it wasn't happening, man. Man, you, you remember Wags? Jordan doesn't know anything about this either. We got to the, you know, probably the the PS2 Xbox generation where you'd play NCAA football and nobody could pick Texas. You couldn't be oh, Texas. That's right. You were trying to stop Vince Young was just not fair. Can't do it, man. <laughs> Can't do it. You guys have a great Friday, man. I got to get out of here. Yes. Take it easy, boys. Good Rodney, good to see you, man. Good to see you recovering. You bet, man. Thank you.